0: And we start to Christian McCaffrey on the outside. Makes a nice catch. And a lot of room. McCaffrey might go. Being chased. Cuts back
1: inside the 10. And he's down inside the 5.
0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. On the BetQL Network.
1: You know, it's fantasy football players will will know that play. McCaffrey, like, the first play of the game, 70-plus yards. Uh, gets down to, like, the three-yard line subbed out of the game. Jordan Mason scores on the next play. Just like, there it is, in a nutshell for everybody. Uh, it's Christian McCaffrey obviously having a great season for the San Francisco 49ers. The second choice on the market right now for Offensive Player of the Year. We will get back to that award market and hit the rest of them for the rest of the hour here on You Better, You Bet. But uh, we were talking during the break. What a great interview with Herman Edwards, Ken, in the last segment. Giving us lots of good stuff. Likes the Patriots, like maybe to win the game against the Chiefs. And uh, just like you, I think obviously everyone can tell this, like watching him on TV, watching him like as the coach for the Jets and the Chiefs and for Arizona State. It's like uh, just a, a really super nice, like sincere guy. Like that that was a lot of fun yeah. in the last segment.
0: Yeah, t- totally agree. Yeah, like yeah, one of those moments where you're just like, oh, Herman Edwards on the show. Or like, we'll always, I'll go upstairs usually to get my dinner, like in midway point of the show. And sometimes like, depending on the guests we have on, like she knows who our regular guests are. So I won't be like, you know, like she knows like Rob and Connor come on the show every single week. So she'll like know those names. But sometimes I'll go up, I'll be like, have you ever heard of, and I'll say like a name and she'll be like, sometimes she'll say no, sometimes she'll say yes. And uh, be like, oh, we're having him on the show. So I go up to get dinner. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. You know, like her and Edwards and uh, my wife and her, her family, huge Giants fans, like grew up in the New York area. Um, she works for, uh, does work with MetLife Stadium now, where the Giants play. They probably hate and, him,
1: right? Because because of the miracle of the metal lens, if they're of a certain age, well, the Giants fans, right? I have to
0: ask her dad about that. <laughs> it's like, but for her, it's just like name recognition, right? It's like, yeah, I know that name. Like, yeah, of course. It's like, yeah, we got him on in like 15 minutes. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk to him, which is like one of those cool things.
1: Uh, for people, like, the Miracle of the Meadowlands play in the in the, the late 70s. Joe Pasarczyk trying to hand it off to Larry Zonka or the Giants. This is like the Miami play this year, right? Against Who, yes. who, who was that game against that Miami lost? They lost that game?
0: Oh, God. I won't remember. But, yes. Why do I one. remember this?
1: It's like, a crappy team oh, in the really ACC. Good. Anyway. Yeah. uh, So, yeah. It's like Joe, Joe Pasarczyk Tech? tries to hand- yeah, it was 100% Georgia Tech. You're 100% right. Pasarczyk tries to hand the ball to Larry Zonka, of all people, who is like the Giants at the time. Fumble the ball. Herm takes it in. That's Miracle of the Meadowlands 1 for the Eagles and the Giants. The second one, of course, was Deshaun Jackson with the punt return. Yeah. The, the fun fun moments in Giants history. Uh, <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, all our bets for tonight are coming up in the final hour, Power Hour of the show. Evan Silva going to join us to start the Power Hour. Evan from Established the run. Uh, Jake, bring the music up here, please. And Ken, we had started at the end of our number one talking offensive player of the year, right? And now we have kind of like updated news on Tyreek Hill, who did not practice again today on Thursday for Miami. So, dealing with that ankle injury sustained in the uh, the loss on Monday night for the Dolphins to the Titans. So, back-to-back DNPs for Tyreek Hill. Feels like his status like very, very much up in the air for Sunday's game at home against the New York Jets. Uh, Tyreek, minus 200 in the market right now, Ken, to an Offensive Player of the Year. Christian McCaffrey at plus 150. What do you have for us here on this market, Offensive Player?
0: Oh, This one might get really interesting. This is the one that I was hoping wasn't going to get interesting. Uh, I think I was in way good. I think I can still win, but it uh, this might be like a hold on to your butts kind of a market down the stretch of the season because just player health can sometimes play a really uh, big factor in, in whether players win or not. You sometimes just can't necessarily predict this stuff. Um, it also just goes to show, like, no matter how much of a sure thing an award seems to be, it just never is. I, when we bet Tyreek a few weeks ago, even more than we had before, like, I even I was like, look, he can get injured, like, it can happen, and it would be bad. Um, I think the, the really interesting gray area we find ourselves in now is, I think at this exact moment, like, if you did, if you had, if the the ballots went out, awards were decided, we announced everything, Keegan-Michael Key hosted the show, all that stuff, and uh, and you had... Offensive player of the year, I think Tyreek we could get every single first place vote. I think you get every single one. That's how far ahead I think he is going into this week. Now, the problem is when you start not playing and Christian McCaffrey has a game against the Cardinals where they're a 12 point favorite, the gap is going to close. It's just like, how far, and we don't know the you're never going to know the answer to this. How far ahead is Tyreek right now? If McCaffrey has 100 yards and a touchdown, some kind of generic performance, like a good game, but not like a great game, is it, does he pass him? How many games does Tyreek have to miss before the voting would become very interesting? Would people start leaving Tyreek off their ballot if he missed like three games or even like a couple games? How does that work? We don't know the answer. The thing that I can guarantee you is just pricing in the market. If a guy's going to not play and another guy's going to play, guess what's going to happen? The prices are going to change. Doesn't matter. McCaffrey could have 60 yards. It wouldn't matter. Um, If Tyreek's going to start missing games, the prices are going to change. And so it's like, well, what should I do? Should I bet McCaffrey? I don't, I don't know the answer because i think tyree could miss a game just my opinion i think tyree could miss a game and it's fine but if you're telling me it's like miss a game and then he has like three for 40 and he has like and it's really not good down the stretch then this like this gets really 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 sketchy like there's a chance he loses this to McCaffrey or to someone else and it doesn't have to be McCaffrey. he'd be the most likely player to win by far but like tyreek plays poorly and cd lamb has a huge four games tyreek plays poorly and aj brown has a huge four games I mean, you got to leave those doors open, I guess. So from a betting standpoint, I don't think there's like a ton to do here because I'm, I'm really of the opinion that like, I think, I think one missed game would not necessarily like jeopardize or ruin or whatever word you want to use his candidate, Tyreek Hill's candidacy. Um, So I am not like I have, you know, like you could, I could pull the ripcord right now and I could bet a ton of McCaffrey and guarantee a tiny profit no matter who won like we're plus on Tyreek the whole way we come back plus on McCaffrey you could do that if you want like you could just do that and be like i'm good i'll see you next year i don't want to care about this market anymore i uh i still think i'm in good here i really do um i think Tyreek's really far ahead so i'll hey look if he misses the game and he loses the award i'll eat it like i will uh just my opinion i'm going to play it that way so just like for this week there'll be a, there's going to be a lot of panic and there'll be a lot of price change too which we can talk about next week or whatever like do you want to come back in on Tyreek Hill if he misses a game and plays the next week because the price will be way different probably it'll just be interesting to follow how the market moves on this there is another like question I want to ask here Nick but that's just kind of where I'm at in terms of like is there a bet to make right now this week with the uncertainty with Tyreek Hill's injury my answer is no because I do not think like one game missed is something that completely upsets the handicap for this market. I think when you get into multiple games and it kind of goes from there, then that's when we could have that conversation.
1: You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Thursday, talking NFL awards right now, Offensive Player of the Year. All right. Do your best Riddler impersonation. Uh, What are them questions?
0: Here's like a... (laughs) <laughs> I uh, I think about this stuff too much here's something I think is absolutely fascinating like really 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 interesting like let's let's play out a worst case scenario it's a high ankle sprain, doesn't play for a couple weeks he's ineffective the rest of the year he really loses an opportunity to win this Miami loses some games Like the, the bloom could come off the rose completely here really fast recency bias, a big part of award voting and he'd be closing awful while everybody else was probably closing pretty good okay, here's a question I'd love for everybody to ponder and I don't have to have the right answer but I think this is a really interesting question. If Tyreek is hurt and doesn't win and Christian McCaffrey is very, very likely to win offensive player of the year. Does that mean Brock Purdy can't possibly win most valuable player because McCaffrey plays on the same team and MVP and offensive player of the year have never come from the same team as different players in the history of the league. I think I'd have to go back to like the fifties to check, but like that never happens. The perception already is kind of that McCaffrey might be as good as Purdy or better. And he gets his award now. So now what do we do with San Francisco's going to get both? Really? I think there would be a lot of pushback to that happening. I don't think, especially if McCaffrey was a very likely winner of offensive player of the year. Now you have a whole new problem, which is, okay, They now they've got that one. They're going to get MVP too? Really? And they can. Like the voters can just be like, yes, that's what it is, you dummy. But just usually this doesn't go this way. Usually teams don't just like sweep stuff like this and get everything unless they're like undefeated. Unless they have like a like way even more of a monster season than the Niners are having right now. So just I guess my like break glass in case of emergency take on this is if Tyreek starts to miss like two, three games and McCaffrey goes to minus and he goes to minus 200, minus 300, should the MVP market like actually be affected by this? Because I think voters just like don't like to do this stuff. I think they like to reward different teams and not say that like the MVP and the offensive player of the year, actually they're from the same team and they're different players. Which, by the way, kind of makes no sense if you really think about it. And I don't think it's going to make a lot of sense to the voters either when we get to the end of the year. So it is pretty interesting if you play out the worst case, how actually you end up in this really weird pretzel with both MVP and offensive player of the year.
1: Yeah, well, I think you're kind of missing the boat here, buddy. Because Brock's going to win MVP, McCaffrey will win Offensive Player of the Year, Shanahan's going to win Coach of the Year, and Nick Bose yeah. is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. And Chase Young's get the brooms <laughs> out. Chase yeah. Young's good, good line. Chase Young will right. win Comeback yeah. Player of the Year as uh, as well. Who's the offensive rookie and defensive rookie anyway? Uh, you better you better hear with Nick and Ken. Let me take that in a different hey, do direction. Have
0: any? Do they even have any? Really. The do, do rookie. Ron, Ronnie them on Bell. I'm sure they
1: do. Ro- Ronnie yeah. Bell. Bring it. <laughs> Wait, what's what's his ring price? The bell? Let's get him added. Ring the bell. the bell. Right now. Um yeah. let me a take this in different let me take this in a different direction. There's a lot of like split thought here on on Purdy obviously, right? But let's just say that the Niners roll it up end of the season. Purdy's sure. going to win MVP. Is it and, and 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 the scenario that you're talking about unfolds, right? Tyreek misses a couple games. And let's say, you know, Dak play... And I'll just use Dak as the example here. And Dak plays really well down the stretch. Like the Cowboys lose to Buffalo and then win out. Is it Purdy wins MVP, but McCaffrey's the one that gets penalized. And like Dak Prescott wins Offensive Player of the Year. Or someone else wins Offensive Player. Dak is like 66 to 1. And maybe like a big price, maybe out of nowhere, comes in for Offensive Player of the Year.
0: I always... Yeah, I always say the same thing about Offensive Player of the Year, which you know, which is, it's like an award for record-setting performances. And as great as Dak has been this year, and as great as Brock Purdy's been statistically this year, there's nothing record-setting about them. And I'm remotely close to record-setting about this. If anything, like... But McCaffrey not right, either, though, look. right? Yeah, but, I mean, McCaffrey still has a chance to have, like, 1800 yards and, like, a billion touchdowns. Like, it's, like, a monster season, statistically, like, even versus historical running backs. Whereas, like, Dak's, like, it's not going to look that good at the end. It could could look really good. It's just not going to look really, really good for quarterback seasons. Um, I think if, like, if the scenario you played out happens, like, it would depend on how many games Tyreek Hill misses, right? If he comes back against the Bills and plays well, there's a way that McCaffrey's penalized and— Tyreek just wins missing two games. Like Brock Purdy wins MVP and Tyreek just wins anyway. Like he just wins because like he's the best offensive player. And everybody kind of agrees on it too, which is like really, so it's kind of like, all right, if he misses, and it's isn't it so funny how many people we've had on this week that have been like, yeah, when he was out against Tennessee, that kind of proves he's the MVP. Like it's just like, it was like he missed the game and it's turned into this incredible positive like about him and how he's perceived on the offense. It almost worked as like a brochure for, like, voting for him for Offensive Player of the Year and MVP. Like, look at what it looked like. Look at what it looked like. Like, that's almost what everybody's coming on and saying. So this just leads back to I think he's really far ahead still. Um, I think there are, like, a bunch of ways. Well, I don't know if there are a bunch of ways this can go. There are a few. I think the most interesting way it goes is, like, the Niners crush, which is, by the way, is, like, a favorite to happen if you just play out all the games. That, that part of it's going to happen a lot. It's almost like... Who is the other team that also does that? And how do they like mix with the Niners in terms of who you want to vote for? Well, well uh, can, I, can
1: I hit you with something just off yeah, what you just yeah, said? Sure. Okay, ready? So Tyreek misses a couple games. San yep. Francisco wins out. Purdy's going to win MVP. Buffalo wins out and goes 11 and 6. And Josh Allen goes nuclear down the stretch. And Josh Allen's the analytics darling.
0: Then it's Alan McCaffrey, probably, right?
1: But like, this like Allen's 150 now? Like, does Josh Allen ever win this award? See, I if...
0: think I think so. You're bringing up awesome situations, but and look I think and, and look and feel free to say
1: no if you think it's crazy. I just think it's a question worth asking. no, no. no, no. Asking.
0: I'm, I'm saying you bring up you have awesome hypotheticals, but I think the conclusion's way wrong. Like you're you're saying they went out and like Purdy's gonna be MVP is the part of all of them. They went out. There's no world where they went out and he's like definitely the MVP. Doesn't matter how many guys lose, how many games, it will be a discussion. Like, that's what, that's like the point here. So like, he never has it sewn up. It's not possible. Not possible that he has it sewn up. Not possible. Like, there will be another candidate. Maybe only one. Like, maybe it's Lamar or something. But like, there will be another guy. So like, it's not, like, you're trying to make the like, crazy long shot offensive player of the year to like, fill this hole. Like, with offensive player of the year, because Tyreek. Surt. I think what happens in that situation is, it's so easy to just vote McCaffrey. Like, that's the easy one. And then MVP becomes, like, the crazy guy. It's like, oh, well, like, McCaffrey offensive player there. By the way, it could just be both. Like, I'm, and I've said this before. Like, they could just give them both. It just has to play out in a really specific way. Just, like, there's no historical precedent for it. And the quarterback, like has some baggage in terms of how he's talked about so like it's not a perfect like this isn't like tom brady and christian mccaffrey or peyton manning and christian mccaffrey like it's not that easy um so i think like rather than view it as an opportunity to make crazy bets an offensive player of the year mccaffrey is the safety net like he's the guy that wins and then that honestly i think that gives voters carte blanche to be like great he's offensive player of the year like now who's the who's the mvp it's lamar It's stack it's you know uh who am I missing? Josh Allen? It's somebody else. I think that's way, way, way more likely than the the scenarios you're describing.
1: What's What's funny, uh, by the way, um, uh, Jeremy Fowler, of ESPN, reporting this. Max Crosby and Devontae Adams both expected to play tonight for the uh, Raiders against the Chargers. Obviously, our bets for that game coming up about an hour from right now. And just like if this insane like scenario comes to pass, right? Purdy it, wins MVP and McCaffrey wins Offensive Player of the Year. If you're a voter. Like, how do you also, and like, I, I'm not suggesting like I think this should happen. How does Kyle Shanahan not win Coach of the Year if he's the architect of this offense? Like, the quarterback wins MVP and his running back wins Offensive Player of the Year. Like, how do you not give the offense, the mastermind of the offense, Coach of the Year if that's going to be the case? Right. And again, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that should be what it is. Just that it just brings a sure. lot of like potential interesting outcomes into into I focus still,
0: here. I still think the most likely thing is is just Tyreek wins. I still think that's the most likely thing. He misses one game. I still think that's the most likely thing.
1: I think I might bet a little bit on Josh Allen Allen, Offensive Player of the Year just for bleeps and giggles. On the other side, more award talk. Nick and Ken to wrap up our number three.